Welcome to Rich Conversations. Today, Joe Anhalt returns to the show. He was on last for episode 100 of this podcast. We'd recorded this one in his lovely Brooklyn apartment. You can watch it on YouTube to see just how cool it is. I really enjoyed my trip to New York. I always do. And this was my first time back since COVID. Last time was late February 2020. I saw Bone Lane perform at a venue on the Lower East Side. And then about a week later, New York got its first COVID case. So it was interesting to come back and see it now. To me, um, everything seemed pretty normal. New York is New York. And that's a lot about what we discuss in this episode with Joe. New York. Spending more time in Brooklyn and uh, on this trip. We talk culture, design, living with intention. It's a great episode. As always with Joe, you can follow him at Joe from Normal. Let's begin. Welcome to Rich Conversations. This is going to be another special episode here. We have... It is my pleasure to bring you Joe Anhalt, uh, all the way here in Brooklyn. We are in Brooklyn, New York right now, recording this. We're inside Joe's lovely apartment. We have this beautiful setup. Uh, it's, it's so great to be here. <laughs> it's, it's great to be back on the pod. It's fun to be here in Brooklyn uh, on, the, on the home turf and, and have you. I've been hosting Rich for the past couple of days here in Brooklyn, and uh, it's, it's like the band is back together. Old roommates back under one roof. It's been it's been a fun few days. I'm excited to, uh, yeah, talk about whatever it is you want to chat about here. Yeah. So the last time we recorded, it was the 100th episode. Oh, that's right. And uh, where are we at right now? May. Which one is this? Uh, I don't know which one this is going to be when it comes out. It's probably okay. going to be in the like 170s. Oh wow, you've been yeah. busy. Yeah. I don't think that was too long ago, 100. No, that was like back in May, so okay. uh, what is that, like six months ago? Yeah. So it was like, um, I had at the time, I was just about to go to Miami, and I, I was mm-hmm. on this trip, and this would be the last, That's or right. the first trip that I would take since COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time I was back here in New York, it was like February 2020. And uh, it was great. I saw a Bone Lane show. I, I, I did. I think I went to MoMA. It was, it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, then like a week or two later, New York got its first COVID case. Yep. And uh, yeah, then, then the world has shifted dramatically. But um, yeah, the Miami trip was like the first one I was looking forward to because I was just kind of like grinding, kind of doing my own thing. So I was excited to go. And I wanted the hundredth episode to come out when you're in when Miami. I was in Miami. Nice. So I, like I scheduled that, and then when I was in Miami, I was at the uh, the Perez Art Museum, mm-hmm. and I'm like they have this beautiful like cafe that overlooks the water, mm-hmm. and they have like these hanging palm trees, and I was just there at this table and kind of just setting like goals for the rest of the year, and one was I, w- I want to get to two hundred by the end of the year. Okay. So we've We're just almost been, there. Yeah, so for the last six months, we've been putting out these episodes, and uh, yeah, we're at like 170-ish. You should do a, like a live podcast for your 200th or something like that. 
Or is it why yeah, why it why why two hundred and not not like two fifty? That seems more like a milestone for some reason. Um, you just like the the whole hunter numbers. I guess so. There's okay. really there's really no <laughs> yeah no like. I was just like, okay, I'm at a hundred. I want to do a hundred more. I want to do two hundred. The the and then you're like, I want to do a hundred more. I want three hundred. Yeah. So every hundred, okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's been it's been fun doing it, and I, I've met so many great people doing it, mm-hmm. and um, it gives me an opportunity to like explore uh, ideas and be creative, mm-hmm. and just uh, also kind of like record my thoughts sure. for like the future to look back on. Yeah. and yeah, yeah. Am I so? This is my third time on the pod. Yeah. Uh, am I the most frequent guest? Have you had who 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 am I up against in terms of let's see um, frequency and and uh, yeah absolute this number? Is, this is actually your fourth episode. This is fourth. Yeah. So okay. the first one we did was like episode thirty nine. It was about the last dance. That's right. Oh yeah, at a station in Chicago. Yeah, that was fun. We'd recorded there. That was like in the middle of... That was peak pandemic because yeah, we were talking pandemic. about The Last Dance, which yeah. was the only thing going on at that time. That was yeah. like the only like sports thing that yep. like happened. Yep. yep. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not fun, but like fun looking back now. Okay. Yeah. So that was the first one. And then yeah. what was the second one? Oh, that's right. At, at your place yeah. in Chicago. And then third, we did virtual. And yeah. now fourth, we're doing here. Yeah. Okay. So fifth, I think we go international. I think we Ooh. we just go somewhere just to, just to record our fifth version of Rich Conversations. Yeah. Well, I feel like Joe is always like a, a test subject. Like um, the the first one we did, the last dance we recorded in Lincoln Station, uh-huh. and uh, so I was testing like the acoustics with that. Yeah. And then since then we've done uh, a few other episodes. Uh, recording there and having that set up. Mm-hmm. Then the second one was the first one we did uh, at your video. Spot? Okay, mm. we did it at my place and like the lighting wasn't too good. We tried to figure it out. That was before I had lights. Now I have lights. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Hundred, not not too much experimentation, but um, yeah, you had already done the like Zoom interviews before that. Yeah. Right? yeah, 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 quite a few. And then this one, we got a new audio setup, right? Which is, is so exciting for me. Every time, it's like a, a brand new setup, and we have like three cameras here, very professional. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm ha- always happy to be a, a beta tester, an early adapter, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joey's always been a great sport about. Oh yeah, <laughs> trying, experimenting, trying new things. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's been good. Uh, I've been here. In New York, I haven't spent much time in in Brooklyn before, other than mm-hmm. uh, we went to a Bucks Nets game in February 2019. Mm-hmm. That was like the first time I came out to visit you since you yeah. moved out here. Um, and that was cool. We that that was like a cool. We went to the game and then we went out. We went out before and then we went to like a dinner after like somewhere. a chicken and waffles. Oh, that's right, sweet chick. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was, that was pretty good. That was your only Brooklyn ex- experience prior to, to this visit? So then I, w- I was thinking again, like, wait a minute. I feel like, so my friend Carlita mm-hmm. also lives oh, in right. Brooklyn. And I think while you were working, I think there was another time where I came in, I flew in, got here early, and then I came to Brooklyn, mm-hmm. visited her at the place that she works, and mm-hmm. then I met up with okay. you. Yeah. Okay. I think that was the last time. Yeah. This is your first extended Brooklyn stay. We'll yes, just, we'll just say that. It's okay. uh, it's been good. I like I like Brooklyn. Good. 
we've we've had uh like off the record conversations about Brooklyn and Manhattan. Yeah, they uh, were not rich conversations yet. They were just conversations. Yeah, they, they were like conversations. poor conversations. Yeah, this is the rich conversation. Yeah, um, it's a little bit. It's it's more chill. It's a yep. little bit more laid back. Yep. A lot more. Uh, and I don't know if that's just like this area. We're in Fort Greene, mm-hmm. and um, the buildings are so beautiful. Um, you have all these brownstones mm-hmm. and, and they're old and um yeah not as many like manhattan it's it's like almost like every single there's like a uh some type of store like, like every, every single feet. yeah every yeah, single yeah. door there's a little more a little more room to breathe here yeah uh, but it's still much more dense than most cities in the country but yeah you do get more space, more breathing room. Uh, it's a bit slower paced. There's more like actual neighborhoods, like families yeah. and stuff like that. Um, it, it seems like it's a natural progression for most New Yorkers who move here, maybe in their uh, young to mid twenties, and then they kind of have their stint in Manhattan, and then they want just yeah more space. They want to slow down a little bit. Maybe they want to yeah. start a family, and yeah, Brooklyn, you just get more for yeah, you get more space, you get more. Um, more freedom and it's it's just a little bit easier to navigate the the city and it's not too bad like some people you know it kind of sucks sometimes like taking the train into the city on weekends and stuff like that but you get used to it and uh yeah we we love it here we we moved in here in february um and it's like yeah this neighborhood specifically like fort green is just like it's so charming it's 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 so fun just like walk around the park in the morning uh still like great bars and restaurants we were talking about this a few nights ago but i feel like it really is that perfect mix of like a uh, younger crowd you know um but not too young right it's not like rowdy 20 somethings like nyu students just like running around till four in the morning um, but it's also like not too sleepy right and yeah. there aren't too many strollers right so i think it, it has that good balance of um of young and old and and sleepy but not too sleepy right yeah um and we've yeah we've we've, we've had some great dinners we did yeah uh, colonia verde which is great we did cafe paulette last night and so like you can you've now seen firsthand like uh there's still some really good stuff here in brooklyn uh, and especially well, this, still, this neighborhood still like sure 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 but it's not like what you said like it's not like yeah. every 10 feet there's something amazing right so it's yeah. just a little bit uh a little bit more spread out um but again this neighborhood specifically has like a good um still a ton of options within walking distance yeah but yeah we love it we yeah definitely want to stay here for as long as we can yeah it's cool we even went for a walk this morning we did Um, it was lovely through the park yeah we got coffee what i love about new york is that there's like coffee shops in like every single block Mm -hmm. and uh so there's so many different options uh there's so many different vibes It, it does remind me of like paris a little bit where there's just not a lot of space to sit in there so there's Mm -hmm. maybe like outdoor seating um i mentioned i think last night how in chicago there's outdoor seating available but people don't really want to there's more space inside yeah but uh you know people aren't too inclined to like sit outside but still here that's a yeah. are willing to do that yeah and it's just colder in chicago too like here in new york it's it's more mild and you can get away with with sitting outside under a heat lamp and just it's more tolerable and more bearable chicago like you just like can't do that right um and yeah it just like comes down to the space thing like space is such a premium here in new york so 
even if it's like a cramped booth, you're going to, you're going to make it happen. Right. Or like a tiny studio apartment, you're going to make it happen. Uh, there's just not a lot of space for a lot of people here. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, so while we're in Brooklyn, I also, I had to go back to Manhattan, of course. I I love Manhattan so much. Yeah. Same. So much going on, of course. But, um, uh, this is like the first time I've come to New York where I just don't have, I didn't have like a agenda. I've, yeah. Plans. Like I, I've been yeah. here enough where I, I've done a lot of the things that I've mm-hmm. wanted to do. Um, especially, I think this is, I was thinking about it. I think this is my seventh or eighth time in New York mm-hmm. total. Um, so this time I was just like kind of going with the flow uh, went to the Natural History Museum, mm-hmm. and then uh, yesterday, <clears throat> people that have been l- listening to the the pod know mm-hmm. that I've been obsessed over the summer with like thrift stores and like used books. Yeah, and whenever I come to New York, it's like a like I look at books, and then when I get that book, it's like oh, I got this book in New York. And yeah, like, a story to it. So it's yeah, a little yeah. story to it, and yeah. um. But like buying books can be expensive, especially in, in New York. Oh yeah. So this time I I've just gone to the thrift stores and like all yesterday. So when I came in from the first day, I went, I explored Brooklyn a little bit, went to uh, a couple spots, picked up some good books, and then uh, then like all yesterday, all I did was go to Manhattan and just walk around and like Gren Gren is it Greenwich or Greenwich Greenwich so Not Greenwich, Greenwich. And uh, what's north of that? Like meatpacking? Like meat, yeah, meatpacking. Chelsea? Not that far west. Do you like the west. High Lines? I didn't do the High Line. I like went more mid. Iron? Like, mid, yeah. Midtown, Flatiron? I started going uh, Flatiron mm-hmm. and then made my way to like East Village. Got it. Okay, and around okay. there. Um, but started the day in, there's this really cool bookstore. Um, it's one of the housing works. So a lot of the thrift stores I went to are like Housing Works, which yeah. is this like nonprofit um, to help. The mission is to like help AIDS, uh, people struggling with AIDS and, and um, uh, HIV. So a lot of the, the profits go to that. And they have this one bookstore that's like an old like pumping station or like. Where is it? It's in Soho. It's on Crosby. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I've actually never been there, but it's been on my list for for years. Yeah, um, is it cool? Yeah, it's like I think it's my favorite, one of my favorite places to visit in New York. Or like, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, interesting. So then I went there, nice. and then I started like going up, and they were like moving something, uh, and then they they had like vines or something. Yeah. Like, on the entrance, and there was an event going on. Oh, They're okay. like, "Are you here for the event?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> So night, so night, I kept walking. So that was my first. That was <laughs> That's my, the story. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to go to the thrift store and that bookstore yeah. in particular to start my day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then I had a, I had to like walk, a lot more than I, okay. than I wanted. Oh, did to. you, did you hit up the Strand, Strand bookstore? No, I've, I've been to that okay. one. Yeah, it's huge. Too, is it? Is, are you at the point in your near career where like, like I'm not going to the Strand? Like you're yeah. looking for that underground yeah. bookstore. Got it. That's a, that's a good place to be. You know, you're like exactly what you just said. Like you've been here enough, like you know what to do. And now it's, you know what not to do for sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, which maybe is, is more valuable than, than knowing what, uh, what to do. 
Uh, and now you're like getting into that second, third kind of level of like New yeah. York, like hidden gems. Yeah. Uh, also like maybe like your favorite spots too, right? Yeah. So, you know, as much as I think we're similar in this in this way, like we love new things, right? Mm-hmm. But I think we also appreciate um, having those go-tos and like the, the favorite things to do, yeah. right? The favorite cafe, the favorite bookstore, uh, favorite movie theater. And, uh, you know, there, there comes a time where, yeah, you, you want to have those favorite things and maybe uh, befriend uh, a bartender or a bookstore employee. And it's cool to yeah. see you have those places in New York where you don't live, but you've been here yeah. so many times that now you know, like, oh, that's my favorite spot to go to. Yeah. Uh, and then you'll have, I'm sure you have like your favorite neighborhoods and museums and stuff like that too. Yeah. That's, that's a cool moment to, to be at for sure. Yeah. So I, I uh, that was a nice day. It was like, uh, mm-hmm. It's nice too because it's been more relaxing as far as um, not having to feel like I have to mm-hmm. pack everything into one day and, yep. and things like that. Um, as you know, like the first day I was here, I was not feeling well. I was yeah, like, a I've had a weather. cold for like yeah. ten days. I felt bad. Oh man, I was, I felt oh, bad. I was like, man, much much better spirits today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every single yeah. day, and we get the better. Pa- yeah, the past few days. Um, do you have do you have a favorite? I mean, you work in Soho, but do mm-hmm. you have a favorite like neighborhood in uh, Manhattan? Uh, yeah, I I'm partial to like Lower East Side Chinatown, kind of where I used to live. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. obviously I'm biased because I spent like two years there, but it has a lot of my favorite things. It um, has amazing restaurants. It has. Uh, um, really cool art galleries. It has some like cool bars to go out at night. It has one of my favorite movie theaters in the city, the Metrograph. Um, the walkability is amazing. Amazing. Um, yeah. Art galleries. Uh, it's, it's classic New York. It's, uh, dirty and like edgy and just rough around the edges. Uh, there's also some like amazing new retail opening up down there as, as well with, um, like menswear and, and, women's fashion and uh yeah it's it's like not overrun with with like young people um there's a ton of culture down there um yeah it has a lot of things that i that i love about cities uh, and it's so dense right it's exactly what you were saying earlier it's like every five feet there's like a bodega or a, or a cafe or a restaurant um a lot of history in that neighborhood as well but uh yeah I still I still find myself, you know, gravitating there. Uh, one of the reasons I love going into the office is because I can just kind of meander around downtown. It's very yeah. easy to get from uh, like the west side of the city to the to the east side, especially like as further downtown as you can get. Um, and yeah, I'll catch a movie at Metrograph. I'll go like have dinner at Cervos. Um, it's it's a very cool spot. I love taking people who are visiting New York for the first time because I feel like that's a very like. Um, New York experience and it's mm-hmm. not it's not super touristy either which is another reason why yeah why I love it like you really have to go out of your way you really have to know New York you have to have been here you know five yeah. six seven times to to seek that area out um, but yeah it's such a cool neighborhood the only downside is there's really no green space there whatsoever like it literally is like oh, a concrete yeah. jungle so that was the thing I, I missed about living in Brooklyn when I lived there is there was just like no green space. And like, I'd go for runs like on the, on the river, like the access to the water was pretty cool. And like the views of Manhattan bridge and Brooklyn bridge. But yeah, definitely. Um, 
concrete jungle like everywhere yeah. you looked yeah something i uh i mentioned this before uh a couple things stood out to me or like struck me this visit is that uh like how much i just love the grittiness of the city and like how we know that like new york has energy but the people there's like a confidence about them and everybody like as far as fashion goes it seems like people just wear whatever they want and just like rock it and they're just not afraid to be themselves and no one's like judging other people about what they're wearing or like who they are it's just like everybody's here doing their thing and nobody minds that you know the the streets are a little dirty or there's uh you know the the mta is you know uh not as clean as doesn't run on time doesn't show up yeah it's like it's just part of it whatever it's it's part of the it's part of the grid it's part of the the charm of, of new york that's that's one thing that New Yorkers love to talk about is just how shitty the city is, right? And yeah. that it's kind of like a, a rite of passage to start having those conversations. And now, now you're having those conversations. Um, but yeah, and it, it's it's so weird when something new is built; it just feels a little off. Yeah. It feels like, wait, what is this doing here? Like yeah, this, wh- like wait, what beautiful. Are you to do over yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's not very New York, right? Like yeah. Hudson Yards is a perfect perfect example of that. These like big, brand new, shiny buildings with luxury retail restaurants this like big um staircase that's like a big art installation essentially and it just it just doesn't fit right and it's surrounded by all these like old buildings and it's just too nice and clean and it's like too big there's too much space whenever whenever i go into a restaurant and it's too big there's too much space i'm like this feels weird (laughs) like and which is like normal in any other city right um like big restaurants with big footprints in chicago like that's just the norm because there's space there in New York, like it, it yeah, just like it, it, it's strange because you don't see it very yeah. often. So when I do walk into a restaurant, that I'm trying to think of an experience uh, recently like this, but um, yeah, it, it just feels like something's off. Like it's there's too much space, or like if it's too clean. Um, yeah. Again, it's just like that's part of New York. That's part of the charm. Yeah, is the 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 dirtiness and the, and the griminess. Yeah, and and, and like people as far as like what people prioritize in New Yorkers lives that just doesn't don't really mind that it's not yeah it's just just navigating life in New York is a a struggle you know um, every day that people just don't have time to like notice other people right And, and that's why a lot of people when they first come here they think New Yorkers are cold or standoffish and the reality is we're just like trying to navigate this city with, you know, millions of people and we have so, only so much space to do it. And we're trying to get from point A to point B with like a shitty subway system like that in and of itself is challenging and nerve wracking. And uh, the next thing you you just want to deal with that yourself. Right. And so like bringing other people into the mix, there's obviously going to be conflict and people are going to be short. Um, but once you get past that, I mean, New Yorkers are nice people yeah everybody seems nice right? when I'm yeah here. exactly yeah. it's just navigating uh, a big city whether it's new york or london or tokyo shanghai it it, it there's always a certain level of stress like under the surface yeah. right and it's uh it's challenging and it's it's not easy every day and um it's easy to 
have stuff get under your skin more so than than other cities where it's a bit more it's just easier to navigate right yeah yeah so it seems like for you it's gotten easier to navigate and now you're here in brooklyn tell me about like your thought process in decorating your apartment because this is like one of the most beautiful spaces that i've (laughs) seen i often say that i think you and justina of my friends have some of the best taste thank you and uh i appreciate that it's it's like when you walk in here it's like walking into like a contemporary art museum (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's uh well thank you for saying that rich i appreciate that we kylie and i we that's that's one of our our core shared values that we knew we shared from like the first few days that we we met each other and, and started seeing each other was we really wanted to create um a home that was like beautiful welcoming and that we could share it with the people that we love and our friends and our family and host them for dinners and drinks and overnight and stuff yeah. like that that's that's one of the big reasons why we wanted to live in Brooklyn because you know we we can't afford to have like extra space to host people um <clears throat> and with that I feel like it kind of naturally um you know if you want to host people you want your space to uh look and feel welcoming and warm <clears throat> and uh and just like fucking cool right yeah. so so um me personally I've just kind of it seems like throughout my career I've gotten to work with uh you know i worked with uh, a furniture brand for a while and now i work in in fashion and footwear and all these worlds you know fashion design furniture they kind of like mold together right so it it, it's kind of weird if you see someone who is really fashionable and then you like go to their place and like the design like looks bad or like the aesthetic is off right they're usually kind of all woven together right if you're an architect you probably have like good taste and style or a fashion designer or um, an artist right or an art director or something like that so um, I feel like my my professional world kind of has helped me become uh, has has helped inform my taste and my style right Um, and yeah also just seeing what other people are doing with their spaces and, and, and with their fashion. And it's, it, it really is, if you were to do, you know, in New York and Soho, like people watch and see like, oh, I like what that person's wearing. And then you go to a store and you try to, you try it on and see if it works for you. Right. So I'm doing that when I go over to other people's homes and, and kind of taking what you like and, and what you don't want or watching a movie or flipping yeah. through a magazine, stuff like that. And, and, you know, feeling feeling inspired by that and trying to morph or trying to bring that into your own home, your own style, and uh, yeah, I, I feel like I've I've come a long way uh, in my when I, when I was a kid, like I I didn't wasn't really like interested in those things at all. Yeah, um, and, and it's definitely been like a learned behavior, and I think of a lot of it has to do with uh, again like living and working in big cities um, and just the people that I surround myself with I, I'm fortunate to have very creative and artistic friends and I feel like I'm nothing like in term like I feel like my style taste is is like basic compared to like my friends <laughs> like I, I'm like trying to like get to their what a level scale. yeah exactly yeah. right it's, it's all like perspective but um, it's definitely been like year over year learning and 
not just like with furniture, but like interior design and like art and culture. And I feel like you probably had a similar journey with, with museums and stuff like that. Right. And, uh, just learning more about it. And I'm a very visual person. So again, if I see something out in the world, I'm going to try to replicate that, but have my own kind of spin on it. Right. So probably a, a journey very similar to a lot of other people's. Um, and again, I've just been fortunate to, work in creative fields and have a lot of creative friends where I'm able to um, be inspired by, by them. And, and I'm at the point now where I seek those, those learnings out, right? I'll, yeah. I'll go to an art gallery or um, I'll go into a, a retail store and try on some clothing, um, probably way too expensive, but again, just to see what it looks and feels like, uh, or go this? into, what is, what is this? exactly. Um, or like go into like a really expensive furniture store knowing that I'm not going to buy anything, yeah. right? But maybe I'll find, uh, maybe I'll find something that looks like that, right? Yeah. Look, looks like that. Um, and it's, it's definitely a long process, <laughs> you know, it, yeah. it doesn't happen overnight. And that's something I've learned as I've moved a few times now is just know that the home isn't going to, you know, look perfect after two or three weeks. It's going to take months and months. And that's also like really fun for for Kylie and I is now we're like starting to travel a bit more and we can do some like furniture shopping around New York and like we go to the Catskills we go upstate and we find different pieces that we really like and so very similar to your story about traveling to New York going to a bookstore and buying a book like we've now bought in a few different like small art pieces and that um that bar cart over there we got at a vintage store in the Catskills nearby where we're getting married right so that's just like such a cool story and, and yeah. peace and it looks cool and it looks perfect in in this space so it's it's cool to to collect things like that and to fill out a home and and have it work together it's it's really rewarding and then yeah to sum it up like sharing that with people and having yeah. people stay here and come over for dinners and it's it's a it's a big deal for us and and we value it a lot and it's it's something that we share and love sharing that with with our friends and family. So, what's your your favorite art piece in here? Favorite art piece in in this room? No, in the um, apartment. <clears throat> oh, the apartment. We'd actually that's the one thing that we're trying to to find more of is is art. Um, we have a lot of blank walls, as as you can see. Um, see, I thought that was intentional. The blank walls. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> it's it's. Just, I was like, oh wow, it's interesting how he he intentionally doesn't put stuff on the walls. <laughs> no, we we definitely want to put more stuff on the walls, but it's yeah. We're also like very picky, so we and we also you know we need to agree on the things that we get for our space. So, um, but we'll we'll get there. Um, this one behind me is actually really cool. Um, I bought this at a. Um, a movie like art fair at the metrograph so the movie theater oh. in uh, in the lower east side which i mentioned uh, a few minutes ago um but yeah i just got i think it's a cool print um and what does it say um yeah ninth new york film festival 1971 it's just like very iconic from that time period and it's um yeah i like it it's cool and just put a simple frame around it but yeah i got it at the Metrograph, I went there, it was like a two-day fair, and I saw on the first day, I was like, oh, this is so cool, like, if it's here tomorrow, then I'll buy it, and I went back, and it was there, and and got it. it. Yeah. Nice. So it's got a, a nice little story to it as well. What, 
There's so many interesting things. It's like you just want to like look at everything. Everything's so displayed nicely and yeah, we have some, we have some great books um, and some amazing um, yeah like vases and bowls and stuff from Kylie and her family. Which is that's also something that I'm really looking forward to is like buying pieces in your home that you know will live with your family for like generations, right? Obviously, mm. like we're not going to be able to pass everything down, but. There's some there's some cool things that that I bought recently that um, that I would love to pass on to my kids, right? And just like have in as a yeah have it as a part of the family, right? Um, like my my family, my my parents were not in like design fields at all. Yeah. Like my dad was an airline pilot for forty plus years. My mom was primarily a stay at home mom and did a lot of stuff with like uh, independent theater and community theater and um just don't have like a rich history of like uh design and so um i think that would have been so cool uh and that's just something again that i've like learned and and have thought that could be yeah just something really cool yeah. to, to pass down items it also helps justify if there's like a really expensive piece of furniture <laughs> or art um yeah it is a right but uh it's it's been fun to think about um you know having things in in the home or i feel like that's more common for guys especially with with like dads and sons like maybe like a watch or like um other jewelry which i don't know if my dad has anything like that i've been meaning to ask him but um <clears throat> anyway yeah it's, it's cool to think about that as well um buying things that you know could potentially live with you forever but then be passed down right and it really makes you think um, about purchases that you make, you know, just being very thoughtful and very considerate over, over everything. And I read, you know, that Mari Kondo book like years and years ago, and that stuck with me to this day, not even just about the things that I currently own, but the things that I bring into to my life. So I just want to be very thoughtful, very intentional with, with most everything that I, that I buy and consume. Um, you know, sometimes that makes it more challenging to buy new things because you just get so in your head yeah. and like, Oh, do I really like it enough to like live with it for years and years and years? But I think that's better than the flip side of just being a bit more impulsive and, uh, and yeah. not think about it. Right. So part of the reason why we have all these blank walls is just not being so impulsive with, um, with it. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's been super fun and New York is, is such an amazing city to be able to surround myself with different, you know, art forms and, and, you know, it's the Mecca for a lot of things culturally. And I feel like I'm just constantly inspired, even in Brooklyn too. That's, that's been one thing that's still fascinating is even just from Manhattan to Brooklyn, like the art, the design, the people, the fashion is, is different. Like Brooklyn is just mm. much more casual, laid back. I don't feel like I need to dress up or impress people. Like if I was walking through Soho or downtown after work for dinner, um, and that's been super nice. I think a lot of that has to do with the pandemic, but I do think there's still Brooklyn is just like more casual and laid back, which is, which is really nice. I must say, what are you still looking forward to doing in New York that you haven't done yet? The first thing that popped into my mind was going to storm King. I haven't been there yet. It's this big outdoor, um, museum with okay. like installations it's it's a lot like uh marfa like in in texas okay. um but it's this massive like wide open uh, art museum that i've never been to and it's 
it's right up my alley. It's just like big, vast open spaces, like big sculptures and just like random, random stuff and like rolling hills. Some like really cool opportunities for like photos and, and just kind of like standing in space. I feel like you would dig it a lot too. Yeah. Storm um, King. It sounds Storm like King. a, like a Game of Thrones <laughs> location. Maybe. I don't know much about Game of Thrones. Um, I definitely need to get it. To the, and yeah, that's like a very easy thing to knock off like the list, but I just okay. like haven't gotten around to it. I mean, it is like, it's like a two hour drive. So you have to like, you know, okay. do some pre-planning for that. Um, but other things that I'm excited about, I'm just excited to continue getting more years under my belt. Like I'm coming up on four years in New York, which is crazy to think about. And I've, I've seen a lot of different versions, especially, you know, pre, during, and post-COVID yeah. um, in different areas too. Like I've lived in um, Prospect Heights. I started here in Brooklyn. Then I went to Manhattan for two years. Now I'm back in Fort Greene. And um, I'm just excited to like get more years under my belt. And uh, I mean, yeah, who knows? Maybe hit that 10-year mark, which is like the unofficial, like you're now a New Yorker mark. Okay, yeah. Um, That's why I always thought of Chicago. Like 10 if years. you for 10 years, yeah. you can call yourself a Chicago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I'm just excited to get more experience. And and there's still a ton of this city that I have yet to see and yet to explore. We, we were talking earlier, like I haven't even been to Staten Island yet, right? Like I want to yeah. experience that. I, I don't want to leave any stone unturned, which is going to take a lifetime, you know, in New York. And like yeah. the restaurants, the bars, like I haven't been back to see a, a show in a while. There's, there's still a lot to do. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to continue trying to knock everything off yeah um shifting gears a little bit mm. uh one of the last questions i like to ask guests guests is that what are you curious about recently what am i curious about oh that's a good one i should have i feel like i should have been prepared did you ask this last time the curiosity i ask question? it like every episode oh man what are you um, curious about recently? Yeah. What are you curious about recently? What's on your mind? Oof, a lot of things. Hmm. I'm curious. I feel like there's, what was it? What's the first thing that came into my mind? Um, I'm, I'm planning a wedding, as you know, yeah. um, and I guess I'm I'm just curious what uh, I'm really curious what like wedding day what what I'm gonna feel. Oh, interesting. Um, it's something that I, we had this really lovely um, engagement party here in New York for like our friends in New York, and we're keeping the wedding pretty small. So we just wanted an opportunity to invite like extended friends who, you know, can't come to the, the ceremony. And it was like lowest stakes, you know, it was like, it was like a home court game. Like it was down the street at, um, at Paulette, like wine bar, middle of the afternoon on like a Saturday, just like, just our friends. Like yeah. my family didn't come in for it, like some of her family, but again, it was just kind of like a friend's like, Hey, we're getting married. Like, let's have like some wine together. Yeah. And I woke up and I was just like pretty nervous. And I, I don't know that why. Day? Yeah, that day. Okay. Um, and I had like the butterflies and I was like excited, but also nervous. And I knew I wanted to say something at the event. Um, just to, like a thank you guys so much. And, um, 
you know, this is like a little bit of our story. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I was just like a little nervous and yeah. uh, I got excited and, you know, we were like running around here, just like getting ready for it, just making sure like uh, everyone was going to have a good time. And like, did we order like yeah. enough wine and like, should we have gotten more food and, um, oh, are we like, uh, dressed too casually and like you know and so I guess I'm just curious like if I'm gonna be able to like keep it together that day <laughs> um, and it's something that I, I haven't thought a, a ton about but um, yeah like I, I'm just curious to see how, how that day goes and how I feel and I know it's gonna be such a such a, a waterfall of, of mixed emotions of like nervous energy and excited and um just wanting it to go well and, and wanting everyone to have a good time. And me, uh, <laughs> me, uh, you know, we're going to do our own vows. And so like, that's going to be a whole like ball game of like writing that and making sure it's up to the level that I know Kylie's going to, um, going to do. She's going to like do something amazing. And I'm just going to be like, <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm, I'm curious to, which is a ways away, but that, yeah, that's what popped into my, my mind first. Well, that's great. And thanks for uh, taking the time to sit down with me in your apartment yeah. and record this conversation. It was, uh, it was uh, a quick commute. Yes, 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 it was. But no, this is fun. Thanks for, for having me again, Rich. I'm excited for uh, the fifth time. Yes. The five, that's like on Saturday Night Oh Live. yeah, five-timers like five club. Five-timer club. Yeah, wait, you never you never answered who else has been on the pod like multiple times. Okay, Paul LaCrone has been on maybe four or five times. Okay. Remington's been on like Rem? four or five times. <sighs> okay, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get my numbers back up there. Yeah, has we're anyone... trying to get Rem back on soon. Yeah, Rem's great. I remember yeah. the last one with him. Shout out to Rem. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I want to. I want to be. I want to be up there with the. Head, yeah. I want to be up there with the the five timers club. Yeah. Next time, is there right. is there a jacket or is there a uh, ring? Maybe maybe we'll have to, we'll have to figure something out. Rich conversations. Cool. <laughs> five timer club. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, that was four. So thanks again. Appreciate it. Absolutely. And Good thanks time. for listening. Thanks for listening to Rich Conversations. Again, you can follow Joe at Joe from Normal. Live your day with intention and presence.